Ronald Gene Simmons is a spree killer that killed 14 people in a six-day span right here in good old backwoods, Arkansas. We got trailers. We got incest. Of course, we got methamphetamine tonight on Death Metal. Uh, it's coming out on fucking Thursday night right before Friday like it always does. If you are in the greater Little Rock <coughs> metropolis area, we will be at Vito's Saturday night, 8 p.m. We're the first thing to go on, and then there's some heavy bands after us, like Ether from Florida. Come on out. $10 to get in. $8 if you bring a pair of socks to donate to the homeless people that we often find being killed on this show. We love to see you out there. Shake your hand, smell your dick, whatever. Let's get drunk and have some fun. Uh, it's our first show in the bigger city close to our house, so we'll be fucking happy to see all you animals out there. And uh, don't be fucking afraid to come up and talk to us because we're big. Yeah. And I think people get fucking sketched out by me sometimes because you see me yeah. And you hear my voice, and then you see that I really am six fucking foot four and three hundred pounds. Yeah. I understand, uh, but I'm I'm a big old fucking sweet bear, you know. Chris is not much of a hugger, but give him a hug. Yeah, don't touch me, but let you fucking <laughs> talk uh, to me for sure, I, brother. I, think I, I don't even really think I've ever gave you a hug. Yeah, bro. I'll fucking kill you, man. Yeah, fucking let's group hug this motherfucker at a uh, show, dude. I fucking I can tell you this. I went to the high school wrestling practice the other night, and yeah. I threw about. 18 teenagers on their fucking face. Oh. I am not worried about anything. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you, they, they would fucking blast you. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, there's, I know, there, there's two I, teenagers yeah. there that will put you on your face. Man, there's a, there's one kid that, that I got to grab with a couple weeks ago who's fucking big. Like, he's just fucking jacked. I threw him on his fucking head, my man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had a good time. I did, too. But I he, had a lot of fun, man. He fucking, uh, but he's, I mean, like, you didn't throw what, him. I did. When he fucking, uh, but he can fucking move, man. And he's strong as fuck. So, for a teenager. Oh, God, here we go. Fucking better than everybody else. Talk. You just said you're going to sniff some dicks. Who says that? You can't, you, you can't even wrestle a dick from your mouth because you like a flavor. You like flavor. That's why you've been coughing. Yeah. Yeah, I was saying three weeks. That's fucking stupid. I blew my fucking eardrum out. Too much cum. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just got all fucking filled up, man. Nowhere to go. Yeah, the sinus pressure is no joke. Yeah. No, it sucks, It dude. just like, put, there's a lot of wind in there. <laughs> I just wanted to get the fuck out. Yeah. Where all stupid-ass air come from? And I was trying to do the old trick where you hold your nose and just blow the air out. And my ear sounded like a fucking... Uh, like Pop Rocks, but all at once. Uh, it hurt so bad, and my kids were just sitting Did right it feel there. like peroxide? Well, yeah, tingle. Like, it didn't feel like peroxide, but it have Like, I put peroxide in my ears to clean them. Yeah. Uh, and it's like that tingly... Like the... It sounds like soap, you know? Like how... In your ear, fucking... Yeah, it sucked. It sucked. I mean, one... it A lot of pressure got relieved, for sure. 
Yeah. It hurt a little bit. Didn't hurt too bad. But I woke up and there was blood and fucking pus all over my face from where it leaked out. Uh And I had done this before in the same year, which makes me think that I, I can't do that anymore. Because it's been like, that was like fucking five years ago, six years ago, probably. Like, my ear got stuck to the fucking mat because I was all sweaty. Yeah. I just pulled my head off and it was like a suction cup. And just, oh, oh, oh that one sucked yeah. way worse. Uh, but yeah, you just fucking pop that boy. Now it sounds like there's fucking butter in my ear. And I'm like, because like, it's. What I've, does butter sound like? I, I've said that to a few people today and they keep asking me, but it's like, I. You know when you're underwater, the way the water sounds, mm-hmm. like you can like if someone is yelling, you can hear them kind of yelling. Yeah. And you know the way the water feels in your ear when there's water in your ear. Yeah. It just feels a lot thicker. Like it feels like a okay. like a not like a solid, but like a butter so type of substance. Feels like butter. That's what I'm saying. Okay. But it also sounds muffled and shit out of my left ear. Like I have no idea how loud I'm talking right now. And you know how when you get like weird nasal shit, you feel like you sound like a fucking Muppet. I got that yeah. going on okay. real bad. It's just, uh, it's a bad look. I I do feel a lot better, though. I'm not complaining. I know I've complained. You just got to have a cocaine habit, dude. That's, that gets rid of that shit, dude. I mean, I like it, but I take Adderall. It's so much better. But you're not snorting it. Yeah, you're right about that. Start snorting it, man. Remember when you snorted <laughs> Adderall oh, and you were fuck. really awake for like an hour, but then you were just done. Oh, I gone, I, bro. I was like, fuck this, man. I'm going to sleep right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Put my head on the fucking dash and <laughs> fuck, it was like, if we wreck, I'm dead. But yeah, fuck you dude. went out, dude. You're yeah. gone for a long time. Yeah, I fucking... Yeah, you thought you were just like, I'm going to stay up with you, man. I got you. I was like, just take the Adderall. You're like, no, no, I really want to be awake. I mean, dude, you were the most awake you've ever been. <laughs> I was, for a little while I was fucking dancing yeah dude. yeah I've never snorted one of those boys dude uh, my friend uh, we went to I was in Dallas at the same time my friend's man Paul Bear was in Dallas They we went to that show and they were like alright just like go this, where, the, where the bands go green room or whatever you call it is like the yeah it is a fucking green room but it was like a balcony that they had closed off yep one of the dude's parents were there and my fucking animal friend that I gave a Adderall to smashed it up and snorted it. And I was like, dude, that is my friend's parents. He was like, they're not my parents. So like, I've, you raised cool. a great point. Yeah. So, all right. What did they do? Leave? No, they just work. I, I could tell that they were uncomfortable. Yeah. You know? Because this guy is fucking smashing and snorting an Adderall. They just empty out their wallets and purse like on the table. Uh, Take whatever you want. Yeah, it was wild, dude. Yeah. I didn't feel good about it. Yeah, you did. Deep down. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it was just a, one of those weird situations you're in. Like, I didn't want any part of it. I tried to warn him, but he was doing it. Yeah. It was, you know, you just like, you sit back and watch some shit, dude. Like, there's a, uh, again, offhand, before we jump into this thing, I've been thinking about this a lot because there's this fucking uh, bar in our town that's closing down. It's like a legendary bar, but uh, Pizza D. You remember one time we went there way back? Oh yeah, for <laughs> I mean, my birthday. We, we went there several times. No, no, no. It was it was a val- it was like Valentine's Day, but it was my birthday too. Way back, yeah. Like when we were all bouncing because we were like, oh man, your birthday's on the ninth. So on the fourteenth on Valentine's Day, did your girlfriend come up here and party? Yeah. So yeah. whatever, we went. Yeah. And we time. were all fucked off, and I pissed in the fryer. Yeah. Well, it's closing down now. That bar's all because over. Because of that. Well, no, that was like six years ago. They didn't clean it out. But then. it's, yeah, but it's like that place is so gross and people are like, I can't believe. Like, yeah, how could you not believe? Like, they just had all of their taxes in the ping pong room. 
I yeah. did like you know, what reminded me of that was the cocaine because that like I haven't done a ton of cocaine, but it's all been there pretty much. Yeah. So yeah, man. Uh, I don't know what even brought that back up, but hey, well, we're talking about Arkansas because you know we got a show here this week, so we got to stoke the flames of whatever fucking draw in we can get. But this is some wild ass shit. First of all, the guy's name is Gene Simmons. Yeah. I mean, it's got Ronald in front of it, but you're close enough to the fucking lick it up, oh, lick it up. That's the best kiss whoa, song. Whoa, whoa, sucking big dick. That's the best kiss song for yeah. sure. Prove me wrong, I'll fight you. Destroyer? Nah, man. Oh, God. Uh, that one in fucking... I was made for loving you, That's a good honey. one. Baby. All the songs... I don't care. All the songs you're supposed to not like are the ones I do like. Yeah. Kiss is bad. That's terrible music. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to have I a different opinion. No, it stinks, dude. Man, I don't dislike it, but I think it's more... I dislike it. <laughs> I yeah. really dislike it. I was raised on it. I it's not good, care, man. Were you? Is that what your mom was banging? Nah, man, my uncle. My uncle loves Kiss, dude. You. It's weird. I just don't get it. I don't. Get, I mean, dude. it's all plasticky and stupid. Yeah, but people that love that shit back then, nobody's doing that, man. Dressing up like that, fucking wearing face paint and fucking. But then being so stale and fucking whack. But fucking whack. Man, people weren't fucking like that back then. People weren't fucking like Kiss. Wrong. Who was fucking like Kiss? Oh, Led Zeppelin for sure was fucking way more and way weirder than Kiss. Yeah, but they were fucking English. That's European shit. They also probably fucked a dude. You think Jimmy Page is a fucking guy before? Oh, he definitely did. He was into Aleister Crowley shit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. Yeah, he got fucked by a man. He, he was, was trying to open that shot shit. Gene Simmons did get fucked by a man. No. He's Jewish. Jews don't do any gay guy, shit. I, I, stop. That's what they Let say. Let me cut man. you there. But, <laughs> but, you know, uh, yeah, dude, Led Zeppelin was fucking, dude, Black Sabbath was fucking all types of weird ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, so you're just saying there was no Americans fucking like that. No, dude. You got Jimi Hendrix, dude? He was laying weird dick, man. Yeah, but where was he at when he did that? Weird places. Like Europe? Nah, dude. He was dude, in, he like, San Francisco. It. No, dude. He fucking was in weird Europe? Thing? Nah. He was in Europe when he got... I don't really know about his life. Off. He moved there. I don't think he's that great. And then he came to California to do some weird Woodstock bullshit, but he was in Europe. Fucking Was he? Yeah. You know that? Yeah, dude. I'm a music nerd. Yeah. I feel like you actually like Jimi Hendrix, too. Not really, man. Yeah, okay. That's good. But he was all... And you know who else was over there? It's fucking Janice Ploplin. Really? <laughs> fucking plopping that old pussy. Man, uh, would you have beat that shit if she ran nah, into it? She man. was like, yeah. Uh, people think she's hot sometimes. I feel like like hippie you know dudes. That? There's all hey, you know what was always the uh, we always talk about like weird genres of kids in high school. Why the fuck was there always like uh, classic rock kids like tie dye shirts, like a Janet, like a Jimi Hendrix and Janis Joplin shirts? You don't like that? <laughs> Why are you wearing a fucking Janis Joplin shirt, bro? <laughs> like your dad, your fucking stepdad's that cool? Yeah. You're fucking just in the backyard like Man you remember whenever fucking Zeppelin Whoever has the rights to that bullshit Fucking they're like here's the videos We baked them in clay so that they look All this and they put them yeah. on DVD man I knew this kid he had that shit And I fucking oh went over it And he was a ripping guitar He liked Slayer and shit but he liked yeah. that 
but he would always wear some dumb hippie shit. Yeah, and classic I, rock, dude. <laughs> just will like pull a couple of and, kids away in high school. Nah, man. Man, fucking, they'll just get taken up, man. They'll just get sucked in by like the Led Zeppelin fucking credos. They'll get all fucking like wafted off, man. man we stayed they'll up. be climbing a fucking mountain and shit. And I, just get fucking taken away, dog. You like you try to fucking yeah. like make good grades and shit like that, but you can't because you're climbing the fucking stairway, bro. Like you're just trying to fucking get but through fucking, life, but he fucking uh, like said he well, liked I it. Down the I was road. like, you don't like that, dude. And That's he was like, good, I do. Bro. And his dad it was a Saturday morning. I stayed the night over there, man. His mom's yeah. making us my country breakfast, man. Yeah, like, you know, doing that old shit. And then dad's outside mowing the lawn, man. And I he put that on. I was like, yeah, turn this shit off. He is like, no. Yeah. I took the DVD. Hell yeah, frisbee did who? What with Led Zeppelin? Yeah, Led Zeppelin. Yeah. Like when they blake, I threw it out in the yard, and it went right underneath the lawnmower, dude, and shot the fuck out. It was, <laughs> <laughs> it was cool, man. That is cool. I bet his dad was so pissed, dude. Yeah, because he likes classic rock. Yeah, of course he did. That's what he's I'm like, saying. That's a forty dollar like, DVD. How do you have a weird bond with your fucking family like that? I mean, I don't get it, obviously, because I didn't have a goddamn dad. But I just look, you, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, what, at what point is your dad so cool that you think Great White's a good band? How does yeah. that shit happen? And to the point, I mean, you can have a bond. You can think that Led Zeppelin's cool with your dad. Like, when you're 30 and you like Led Zeppelin, that's what everyone does. I don't, I don't hate Led Zeppelin. Uh, I took acid and watched that song, Remains the Same, that was made in the 70s for people to take acid. You need to blew my dick off. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like it. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm not I love fan, it. Man. I don't love it. I wouldn't put it in right now. There's would like, not put it in. There's like two or three. I like that No bands. Quarter song. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't like Yeah. That's not that great either. Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> uh, there's only like two or three fucking classic rock bands I like. Really? Yeah. I like Thin Lizzy. Yeah, fuck yeah. That's the. I like uh, Black Sabbath. Yeah. But the, yeah. That's fucking it, dude. <laughs> yeah. What are we calling? I don't like. I fucking hate ACDC. Yeah. And All that right. people. I don't know. Shit sucks, dude. It's just this. <laughs> it's bad, dude. Uh, yeah, I guess you're right. What else is classic rock, man? Um, I mean, that's good. Yeah, no, none of it. Nuge, man, the Nuge is good. Nah, man, I'm gonna go ahead and do a hard disagree. Stranglehold's good. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> that's what we're talking about, I guess. Because everything only... else can suck my dick, dude. Yeah, yeah, like Wingo Tango, dude. Get out of my face. I don't even know what the fuck. I mean, exactly. I it's on the same fucking album, dude. All right, we got to get the fuck out of this, man. Yeah, we got it. We're making a podcast. You're right. What are we doing? All right. Yo, Ronald Gene Simmons. I'm just thinking about Arkansas shit. Yeah. I'm thinking about backwoods shit. I'm thinking about the time frame. That's what we're going to is, is, is Ronald Gene Simmons' life when all this happened. Uh, he was fucking, uh, you know, fucking not born in Arkansas. He was born July 15th, 1940 to Loretta and William Simmons of Chicago, Illinois. And by the way, at the top of the episode, let me just say, Thanks a ton to Andy Campbell, uh, friend of mine for a while, listens to the show, good at research. Um, for a long time, we've needed help with research yeah. uh, because it's hard to be good at that and live a life. And man, he knocked this shit out of the park. Thanks a ton to Andy. Fucking tremendous. Thank you. Yeah, we appreciate it, man. From the bottom of my fucking heart. Uh, he was born in July 15, 1940. From Loretta and William Simmons in Chicago, Illinois. Two years after that, his dad died from a stroke. Problem one right there. That's some traumatic shit. I mean, you don't know that your dad died. You can't process that when you're two. But then you got no dad. You got to live with, you know, that whole shit. His mother remarried. William D. Griffin, who was a civil engineer for the Army Corps of Engineers. 
Uh, they shipped him to Little Rock, which, you know, the Corps of Engineer, they build bridges, fucking trench out forests. They do basically maintenance on public property. Yeah. Like, if you're going to build a fucking bridge, your engineers that work for the government, they're not going to hire a private form. They're going to use the fucking Corps of Engineer to get that shit done on government money. Uh, so he, he was around helping develop central Arkansas. He dropped out of school September 15th, 1957, when he was 17, to join the Navy, which is normal back then, especially because people got drafted and shit like that. It was good if you were going to be in the military, just get a head start, choose your own path. Which, of course, being in the military at that time, um, switched to the Air Force in 1963, which ended him up in fucking Vietnam, where he served. Uh, Vietnam is the fucking gnarliest war of all time for American soldiers. I mean, I'm certain that World War II was more horrendous. Yeah. But in Vietnam, they had complete access to drugs, liquor. Yeah. People got fucking depraved over there. It was trench warfare. Somebody just shared a video with me on Instagram the other day where this dude was, his nickname, somebody was interviewing him. His nickname was Killer. They asked him why. He says because he went, he found 18 Viet Cong taking a bath in a fucking pond in the middle of the day and just opened fire on them. Yeah. Killed them all in cold blood. But not only that, the entire war is based on a fucking lie. Uh, yes. They, they declassified that the Gulf and Talking incident, that, which is what we use to go to war with them, never fucking Right, happened. never happened. It was just made up shit. So, every once in a while, those stupid fucking brain works. Well, yeah, and you, I know you know about the Gulf of Tonkin because that's like the conspiracy theories fucking main trigger. And if you're wondering if someone's pissing right now, no, Buddy is just space bagging box wine. Yeah. Uh, Buddy switched over to wine. This is a lot of fun because it got into my car with box wine, and, and I said, hey, Buddy, you switched over to box wine, and you said, nah, I just don't want to be, yeah, because I don't want to be a piece of shit. Which you mean that you want to be a better person by getting drunk on wine instead of beer. Yeah. I feel like... <laughs> I, mean, I mean, like, you know, a, a fucking Miller Lite. Yeah. He's a fucking American drunk. Yeah. Right? You know? And then uh, this is like a French drunk. <laughs> yeah, you just get a nice fucking cool French buzz, dude. I appreciate it's just it. It's like, like a smart... Yeah, it's a smarter mm-hmm. drink. Your brain's just on a higher level. Of one's a Toby Keith and one's a fucking... Jean-Luc... Bretois. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, man, I'm with it. I let the fluffy I'm not mad at you. But no, I understand that calorically wine is a much better decision than beer. I'm behind you. Good job. And honestly, I didn't go fucking haywire on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Well, you're looking fucking fat as shit right now, bro. I'm fat as fuck. You're not looking good. I gotta be real with you. Yeah. No, I know, man. It's gotten out of control. Yeah. (laughs) You gotta do something, dude. I know. You're doing good. I'm doing it, man. I got the I mean, you were. Yeah, yeah. You're just drinking wine now. This is the number one uh, weight loss tool. It's all right. I'm mean, lifting heavier, you know, but it's just, uh, I got these tits, so, brother. I'm fucking lifting heavier and I'm not, I mean, look at you. Yeah, but also too, man, like, uh, what are you, I don't know what you're going to get at. I'm pregnant, man. Oh, okay. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. I just, I'm going to drink buddy's tit milk. That's what we got to get I'm to. Glad, <laughs> I'm glad that fucking science come this far. Uh, congratulations. Thanks, man. I'm proud of I you. I find out in the next two weeks what it is. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna, all right, hell yeah. You gonna uh, name it after me? No. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna name it after Mark. Yeah, all right, man. That's good. He does a lot for us. Mark Jr. Hey, also, congratulations to our fucking 
boss Mark for getting a fucking kick-ass new job, man. Yeah. He had to because he got me pregnant. So. Yeah. He's got to take care of that thing. <laughs> you can't keep fucking slumming it when you put one in, buddy. He's a tell you why. fucking man of expensive taste. He's going to need the good fucking Tyco crib. Uh, so it gets out of fucking Vietnam. He's stationed in Bremerton, Washington and transfers over to New Mexico where he meets beautiful Bersabi Rebecca Ulibarri in New Mexico. What fucking kind of name is Bersabi? Not something you get horned up by. Well, I mean, since I'm trying to fucking like figure out how Europe works. Yeah. With this wine. Yeah. There's France. Yeah, it's probably some European shit. There's Good Italy. Point. She's, she, I mean, it's a, they're bread countries. They have similar tastes. Yeah. Bersabi's definitely Italian. Okay. That's a cross between baby and barbecue. Bersabi. <laughs> I was trying to think. I, I'm going to have a hard time doing uh, Italian voice when I'm thinking about the French. Bersabi. But see, that's French. I can't yeah, do French, it. That's French, yeah. What's the fucking <laughs> yeah? You can't. You, that's. I think it's French, dude. I like. A, I, like I think a, it's French because it's just coming out. Bero Sebi, you put a little bit of the oregano. That's French, dude. You uh, can't not do fuck. it. It's impossible. It's the same. It's a yeah. Yeah, Italians are just dirty French. <laughs> this French that didn't fucking yeah. bathe. They eat horse meat over there. Yeah, French do too, dude. That's gotta be good. Well, I think we're the only place that doesn't eat horse meat, and you fuck horses anyway. Who decided to ride a horse in the first place? Who looked at that motherfucker? This is terrifying. Yeah. They're like seven feet tall. You know tall. who it was, Napoleon. No, it wasn't. It was not. Yeah, I think it was the Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, they're small. Like, who fucking decided to ride that bitch? It just, what, what, I just mean, they saw it Look at it and you're like, man, that boy's swift. <laughs> I gotta get on Like, what's shit. he gonna do? Bite me? <laughs> yeah, 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 he fucking is. And kick you yeah, and but stop your dumb ass. You can't ride a bear. <laughs> no, you can't. They got the same type of back, sharp too. teeth. Yeah. Those are predatory animals. A fucking. A horse has got people teeth. That shit hurts to bad, dude. Apples. I saw a motherfucking video. Yeah, there was a guy just walking along in some Middle Eastern shithole. I just saw this on Instagram like yesterday, and this fucking horse, the guy's not doing a goddamn thing. He's just yeah. walking, and there's a horse, and it just walks up next to him, bites his arm, and yanks the dude to uh-huh. the ground. Dude, the guy's arm comes off. It's still attached to skin, but he destroyed like, breaks in 85 places. Just the fuck because. All you got to do is watch their neck. It's and a fucking motorcycle with an attitude problem. You don't ride it. Why hey, that's you all motorcycles, motherfucker. Dude. You know what a Harley <laughs> Davidson is? It's a fucking motorcycle with an attitude problem. <laughs> <laughs> you got to go down to Terry Martin's Lounge in Hot Springs, Arkansas. Dude, you know what I the fuck is up. I hate a horse, man. Fuck horses. <laughs> I don't know what brought that up, but that shit makes me so bad. What a stupid fucking animal. All right, man. Like, they weren't made to ride. Someone found a horse and looked at it and decided to ride it. And then since then, horses are like, yeah, you could ride me, but I might bite you or something. But fuck that shit. You look like a French guy. <laughs> you got that fucking blonde bun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you that's smell it. like bread. <laughs> Your car is the worst. Uh, yeah, I left a bunch of protein in there last week. It's yeah. fucked up, dude. All right, God damn it. Back to the shit. Uh, he, he fucking meets the whole fucking Frenchie in New Mexico in 1960. 
gets to work because right away he fathers seven kids. Uh, he was in the military for 22 more years. He was fucking in the shit in Vietnam is another point I'm trying to make. A gnarly war where people are doing disgusting, depraved things in the war. Uh, he received a Republic of Vietnam gallantry cross, which, of course, the Republic of Vietnam was fighting against the Viet Cong. Received the Bronze Star, which means that you definitely killed a bunch of fucking people for yeah. sure. And he also, unrelated, got the Air Force Ribbon for excellent marksmanship. So he's probably a sniper like Mr. Rogers. And everyone knows that Mr. Rogers took about 129 Charlie down with him. Sweet. Did you know that? He killed 129 Charlies? Yes. Fred Rogers. Why do they call him Charlies, man? Uh, I know th- it's racist, but I'm not sure how. Is it because Charlie Brown had a yellow shirt? <laughs> Come on, guy. I'm pretty sure <laughs> it had that line going I'm, through look, it. I'm pretty sure. God damn. It's stupid, man. Yeah, you're right. It's stupid. I'm just thinking that's it that is time period. Everybody's shit. Everybody's cut the shit. shit. Yeah, you're the uh, current. You didn't stop. You I don't came ha- through. I don't have to. You lived through we're shit. We're talking trench. about a time period yeah. where people were fucking yeah. assholes. Yeah, you today. Uh fucking I'm pretty sure that they were calling Vietnamese people Chinamen. Which is not... It's racist because they're not. Yeah. Uh, but then... They called them gooks too, didn't they? Stop. But then the... Alphabet, the, like, the military alphabet is like Alpha <laughs> Bravo Charlie. So I think Charlie is like short for Chinaman. Uh, God. <laughs> I regret so much I'm just, bringing it. Yeah, yeah. You just... You're just... I, don't I, try I know. No, I know. Don't try to I make know. me seem like a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I don't have to. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just saying. Okay. It's that time period. People fucking call people dumb shit like Charlie. Yeah. There's a porn star called Charlie Chase in there. There's a kid laughing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm just let you fucking marinate in that shit, dude. I mean, I'm just saying. Just yeah, weird. anytime you have to say, <laughs> I'm just saying, you said something wrong. That's what. That's like the official buddy. No, nah, I'm just saying that like, entire what, war was wrong. I'm just saying that. Yeah, that was fucking Richard Nixon after fucking. I'm just saying. You're still gonna fucking gonna what? Suck this too, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so he, he fucking got out of the military November 30th, 1979, which I'm not sure if you know. I feel like you do because everyone does. 20 years of military service to get for retirement. That's pretty good pay. Basically getting the same paycheck that you got after being in the military for 22 years. A lot of people go on after the military and find a great second career on top of getting paid the full amount of retirement. That's one of the main perks of being in the military. It's a trap for poor people. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't afford to go to college, the military will pay for it. You're a dumb fucking weird redneck that's going to do some ill shit. The military is going to fucking teach you how to do it and also let you retire from it and give you the fucking funds in which to do it with. Mm, Yeah. If you okay, if you were if you were eighteen, uh-huh. and your dad had a couple million waiting for you, uh huh, you gonna join the fucking army? No. Okay. If you're eighteen, well, this happened to you. You know you're not gonna amount to anything, and yeah. you don't have any money. Are I'm you gonna still join the military? Smart enough not to do that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but a lot of people aren't. You know what I'm saying? They get sucked in. And I, 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 no qualms to them. It almost happened to me. It almost no, happened yeah. to you. 
No, it didn't. Uh, yeah, it almost <laughs> happened to me. They showed um, up at the house and talked to me. I told them no. Well, I got no problem with military members. And I, I think, you know, once you commit, like, someone's got to go, you know? Yeah. Someone has to. And once you commit to it, dude, I appreciate that shit. You know, it's fucking. Well, I think the issue, what I was getting at is is more so that, like, going back to homeless people, is majority of them are homeless. Yeah. They're fucked up. Yeah. Because they went and did some shit they weren't supposed to do. And, yeah. you know, calling people fucking shitty names and killing them and fucking doing that. And then their government's supposed to go, hey, man, we're going to compensate you all for all that fucking pain you went through. Here's this. And then they don't do it. And they. You yeah, know. I mean that, that. I get. Yeah, okay. Full. Yeah. yeah, again, full circle. Uh, yeah, the government treats people like shit. You fucking go through all of that. Are you taking your shirt off? It's hot, dude. That's why you guys got to get on YouTube. You can see Buddy, who's probably gained sixty pounds in the last month, fucking shirtless on YouTube right now. I lost. Man, look at, why do you shave every time? It never fucking doesn't surprise me. Why do you do that? What I do is I start like, like why don't Sunday. Uh, how long does it take you to shave your whole body? Not long. So I start like Sunday. <laughs> so casually. I start like a Sunday, and I know Wednesday I got these old fucking cat bristles. <laughs> cat bristles? Yeah. What does that even mean? All right. Forget, fuck Man, this forget is it. like the kind of forget hair that's on a forget cat it. titty. Forget it. Forget it. Okay. Uh, this guy's problems started early. Clearly mentally fucked up. Again, we always try to figure out why, what happened, what the source is. Don't have a lot on his childhood. Vietnam, fuck people up. If you're a marksman, I imagine you probably did some sort of a sniper thing where you're splitting people's fucking skulls with a high-powered sniper rifle in Vietnam. You've seen some shit. It's going to fuck your brain up. Uh, that was one of the biggest problems of Vietnam is people came back fucking destroyed mentally from that shit. I mean, it's still a giant problem today. You know, you got traumatic brain injury, uh, 22, what is it, 22 GIs a fucking day? Commit suicide, something like that. It's a fight. It's a fight. Bananas, bonkers. Uh, you know, just, just people get fucked up by the military. You get brain injuries. You see ill shit that gives you fucking PTSD. Indescribable feelings. He came back home, and they're not giving him a free pass whatsoever at all. Just trying to put you in the <coughs> mental frame that he was in because he started being investigated by human services in New Mexico while he was there, and he was having sex. With a 17-year-old daughter, Sheila. How did they find out about that? Because Sheila got pregnant. To the outside world, Sheila was a virgin. And Ronald Gene Simmons had already started being a very private person. He was very controlling over his family. Again, this motherfucker's got seven kids. Super religious. Doesn't let them leave the house. Doesn't let the wife leave the house. Is definitely into the woman serves the man type of lifestyle. Yeah. Uh, literally following the Old Testament to a T, which is always in our fucking, every time we encounter it, a for sure sign of abuse of women is you enact that fucking pact between you and God where he says the woman must obey the man. I mean, it's going to really rear its ugly head here, but in the, in this case, basically keeping them like prisoner. They're not allowed to have outside friends. It's so weird. It's like not a, allowed to use the phone. Not allowed to fucking socialize at all. Got to be at home at all times. Got to be accountable. I mean, there's no cell phones then, so you're not fucking leaving the house. You're not taking phone calls. You're not writing letters. He's already like, he's like that. He doesn't want you interacting with anyone but him. He thinks that God and family are the two most important things, so you got to adhere to that. What's so weird is like whenever uh, Christians are like, men are higher than women and women are supposed to listen to him then how come Joseph when he told her to get pregnant she didn't 
I had to use that weird God skeet. Wait, what do you mean? Uh, Mary got pregnant by the Lord. Joseph didn't tell her to get pregnant. Yeah, he was. He was trying. They were trying to fuck. No, they never had sex. She was a virgin. You goddamn moron. No, but I mean, he prayed. You suck, man. Fuck. Listen, you're you get it together. I'm fucking hammered. I know. That's what I said. Get it together. I'll fucking take it apart. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Anyway, so I, I get what you're trying to say. You know, shit sucks. Fuck the Lord. Yeah, fuck God. It's always a bad... It never works out good when you're trying to make somebody serve you in any capacity, whether you're God with man or you're man with woman. No Joseph one, was an incel man? So, yeah, he me? definitely was. He, he was a cuck, too, because he was cool with God putting one in his fucking virgin girlfriend. That'd be pretty cool to watch. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's that. a problem. He didn't get to see. Like, look, if God is going to fuck my wife... Let me jack off in the corner. You feel yeah. me? Is he like roughing her up though? <laughs> <laughs> you know? I don't know. All I know, tit slapping. Uh, the, and the Bible doesn't even give the fun details. It just says that an angel came unto Mary with the news that God was going to get her pregnant. She woke up fucking inseminated. I Man, you can't look in the Old Testament. It says that when uh, God spoke to people, that they went insane. Could you imagine God's dick being inside of you? And you know he's talking dirty. You couldn't handle it. He put her to fucking sleep. And then Joseph's fucking none the wiser. Y'all got room in this hotel to just for your fucking loose-ass wife because God's about to bust one in that shit. Man, and there's some weird fucking fucking angels just and floating all, around yeah, fucking hitting watching, fiddles. Watching, yo. No, no. I, they were listening to Rick James for sure because think about it. God is omnipresent yeah. and omnipotent. So he knew the future. He knew everything that was going to happen. He hmm. already knew about Rick James before Rick James was ever thought about being Rick James. So he went into the future and brought that shit back. So when God was fucking beating them guts, he put on fucking... We're rolling around to saxophone sounds. I mean, he knew he knew Rick James was going to be a fucking angel. You never heard. Yeah, a he voice knows everything. Like knew that. everything. He's the fucking guy. Yeah, Man, I like a Rick James. Yeah, you could bro. definitely fuck to that. A fucking uh, not Mary Jane. What the hell's uh, Super Freak is a monster fucking yeah. song. Uh, the lyrics are also fucking incredible. He's just like, she's a very kinky girl. But uh, he, like, everyone thinks that Rick James was so crazy about sex too, but he's also like, when he's like, what a freaky scene. He just says that she has candles. <laughs> like, this shit is freaky, baby. She's lighting for fucking flames yeah. around this motherfucker. Yeah, it's about to get hot. <laughs> <laughs> freaky. Uh, so... He fled from that because they were asking questions like, do you have a boyfriend, Sylvia? No. Well, you're not ever allowed to leave your house. How the fuck did you get pregnant? Only one man around. Somebody was smelling dicks back then. Yeah, she fucking. So they fled from New Mexico to Ward, Arkansas in 1981. Again, his parents had been around there uh, in central Arkansas when he was working for the Corps of Engineers, his stepdad. And then he moved to Dover, Arkansas in 1983. He bought a 13-acre tract of land that was called Mockingbird Hill. Basically left him alone with his giant family, which is what he wanted. He had the army money, which isn't a ton of money, but it's enough to absolutely live, you know, semi-comfortably on a fucking in Dover, Arkansas. Now, the thing about this remote land and controlling people, we talked about this a lot with cults. This isn't a cult, it's a family and it's a man trying to control his family kind of the way a cult leader would. 
Um, and if you've looked up a picture of Ronald Gene Simmons now, he looks fucking insane as an old man. He looks like a goddamn Vietnam bit. <laughs> yeah, dude, he was a pretty fucking... If you wonder how all this shit happens to people, like, he was a fucking kind of a handsome young man. Uh, and his wife was, you know, good-looking lady. They seemed like a super normal fucking family. It's just some Vietnam-ass shit, I'm guessing, is what took over his head. Uh, he, he made... Essentially, a compound with his family. Now, what do cult leaders try to do? They got to isolate the members of their cult from the outside world. They usually do that by taking people from other families and kind of talking them into leaving everything behind with the idea of eternal salvation. Doomsday's coming. You got to sign up for this. Well, it's his family. He just basically makes them all come with him. They get this fucking property. Uh, he puts the kids to work, make them all do hard labor, which again is a, a thing that cult leaders do. They fucking break people down, make them work long hours, take sleep away from them. He basically makes them forge the irons of two mobile homes together, which I was just talking about. Um, fucking this girl that I dated for a little bit, her dad had like pretty good money instead of like getting a nice house. He had a double wide and he just bought a new modular home and like built a fucking link between the two. That shit was tight, man. Like she sucked. It was. She sucked, but her dad was cool as fuck. Yeah. He had a fucking cougar. Whoa. Yeah, straight cougar. Can't afford a cougar. The, the state. <laughs> well, no, he just found that shit, dude. He just like found it as a fucking kitten walking around, I guess, abandoned or some shit, and snagged it up and put it in a fucking chain link fence. Like built a big pen when it started to get bigger, but the state just took that shit away from that was him. Fucking man. tight, man. And it was cool as hell, man. That was it his was breaking fucking, point, wasn't it? Uh, nah, man. I don't know. He's fucking. He's still all right. I don't know what he's got going on right now because I'm not good. fucking his gross daughter anymore, but... Yeah. <laughs> Mary Jane. You got that cougar taken do away. Do it, do it. Yeah, that sucks, man. How can I have fucking raise a cougar? Because he was letting that cougar fuck his daughter and you were fucking it and you oh, got some okay. kind of weird STD well, from Well, cats have got fucking barbed dicks, you know? Yeah. That's so, why cats are... <laughs> you can't fucking fuck a cat, man. They ain't gonna take that shit. If you don't, that's why. I mean, cat. It's so hard to fuck a cat. That, I mean, but they're. It's so hard to fuck a cat that nature had to make cats with long, weird, spiny, a dick that just grabs a hold of the end. You know, yeah, you can't. Yeah. You just can't fuck a cat. It ain't happening, ever, ever. You can do. Look, with God, all things are possible, right? Yeah. Ah, fucking a cat ain't. There's some people that are born without fucking uh, arms and legs. You think there ain't no cats like that? <laughs> That's the only thing. Ah, man. You can fuck that cat. <laughs> yeah, you might be right, dude. But it's got teeth still, baby. Yeah, man, you just fuck And they it. just move, man. Roll it over yeah, on you its can't, back. Yeah, you can't. No, you can't roll that, dude. They just move so much, no, man. Yeah, but it's going to bite you. But it's if you got bite you. Mr. Friskies, you can fuck it. But. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We're going to Once again, we've fucking phased off a of fucking. The beaten path to fucking cats. All right. Beaten being the key word. Yeah, so he's got his kids fucking conjoining two mobile homes, which is a good old-fashioned Arkansas fucking estate. Uh, You know, there's no indoor plumbing, no running water, no fucking phone. Absolutely not, of course, because he doesn't want anybody to communicate with anybody. Um, He's got these kids building a fucking giant fence out of scrap metal all day long, every day, digging trenches, doing all types of crazy fucking yard work. Making basically a fucking compound, doing all his work for him. He has to get jobs to get more money. He works at a fucking Sinclair gas station, which is some really fucking uh, Arkansas shit. It's that uh, gas station with the dinosaur on it. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. 
Oh, they, they got a blimpy. <laughs> yeah, that's where they used to be. Man, yeah, man, blimpy's gone, dude. Man, blimpy smells so, so good. good, dude. Because it, it is good. Smells yeah. good because it is good. Yeah, that's why it's fucking. What the fuck was that smell when you walked delicious. in? Delicious. I love. It was like a pickle blimpy. bread or some shit. No, because they they fucking soak everything in vinegar. I love that shit, baby. That was good. dude. Oh, it's so good. Uh, so fucking good. Uh, he got fired from a fucking job. Uh, in Russellville, Arkansas, I know a couple of people from there. Do you? Yeah, man. Uh, actually, like a lot of people that are cool in Little Rock came from Russellville. Like, uh, not a lot of cool people in Little Rock. A lot of cool people in Little Rock. Like everyone that I know, except one. Uh, shout out to Seth. These <laughs> that came from Russellville is cool. Uh, real cool. Adam Fawcett, fucking friend Dylan from work. A lot of cool motherfuckers come from Russell, but it's weird. Not this, I mean, not this shit. Uh, he fucking, actually my friend Dylan too, dude, I freaking forgot all about this until right now. His grandpa represented Ronald Gene Simmons in court. Whoa. And he said his grandpa gave him a fucking car uh, in his will when he died. And he fucking got like in the car was like all the legal papers from that shit. That's tight. Yeah. Good Russellville ass shit. You got a fucking mass killer. Just, yeah, my grandpa represented him in court. Came to Little Rock, cool as fuck. Uh, he got fucking, he quit his job at Woodline Motor Freight, which was a yeah, pretty fucking decent job, I'm guessing. Uh, working with fucking semi-trucks and trailers and shit because he was uh, accused of sexual assault, which, you know, if you have to quit a job because you're accused of sexual assault in the early 80s, you really had to have fucking sexually assaulted somebody. Because yeah. uh, that's like shit that was cool in the 80s. How guys, uh, Ronald grabbed my tit. Fuck yeah, Ronald. Way to grow some nuts, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's yeah. how the 80s were. You could just grab ass. And really, what he got fired for was like trying to shave a clit off of the Gillette razor. That's not a true fact, but that sounds fucking terrible. Yeah, really bad. <laughs> yeah, oh my God, dude. Yeah. That's a red skittle, man. Is that why they put those safety guards on there? The red skittle. Come on. <laughs> man, Come on. You know it is. I don't know that at all. <laughs> <laughs> fucking prime drunk buddy tonight. Uh, he fucking quit his gas station job at the Sinclair in 1987. Not doing shit anymore. Giving that boy free time, which is not good. You know, he's uh, he's, in, he's in a fucking bad way. And his family is being terrorized. I mean, they're not in school. Yeah. They're being homeschooled by his wife, who's got too weird of a name to teach anybody anything. You feel me? Uh, and he just keeps getting her fucking pregnant. He's got the fucking incest kid living with him. <sighs> so you know that if he's having sex with one, like you gotta just know that he's sexually tormenting these people. You gotta assume because he definitely had sex with his daughter. Yeah. How like, old was she? Seventeen. Uh, uh, I mean, that's when she got pregnant. Yeah. But you know it's been going on. Like, did someone doesn't just wake up and have sex with their daughter? You know what I'm saying? Some people do. But I, they, 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 if they do that, they're going to keep going with it, right? That's why you, if you're married, don't hold out. Buddy. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> come on. What the fuck are you doing? I'm kidding, man. I know you are, but don't. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> don't. Hey, man. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. 
What the fuck, man? They're gonna have sync this fucking podcast, man. It's fucked up. It's fucked up. I know. It, it's but come on, man. People, <laughs> you didn't try to explain it. People that do that, it's just it, it does. It just baffles. I mean, you gotta have something fucking wrong with you, anyways. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you do. It's one thing to crack a joke about it, but to do it, what the fuck, man? Yeah, I'm okay, man. Yeah, that totally just makes it better, bro. Uh, Go ahead, man. You're fucking just going tonight, man. I'm going, dude. You're going. I'm trying to make people barf. I yeah, I think that you fucking are just on some weird shit, dude. You, I, it's not someone not fucking you. Nah, man. All right. No, no. So anyway, I'll I fuck I, a dog before I do that. Dogs can't talk. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, dude. <laughs> Uh, you look like the you, you also you know what you look like right now is uh is you look like the guy you know that fucking uh Kurt and Courtney documentary where that dude's trying to fr- like say that like get definitive evidence that Kurt Courtney Love killed Kurt Cobain. You talking about the dude from the mentors? Yeah, you look like that guy right now. The so, guy that was like, Yeah, Courtney tried to pay me to kill Kurt, but I wouldn't do it. Yeah. That's Il, exactly like, what you His look name's like. like Il Grosso or some shit. Yeah, that's you, El Grosso. That's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect. You're fucking El Grosso from that. Yeah, that's yeah. You're right. Uh, anyway, so be, be, being the type of freak that he is, and like I was saying, he cuts them all off from the outside world, and he doesn't want anybody around their house. They go to church. They have friends at church. Kind of the kids do. That's a weird thing. It's like your kids are trying to connect with people, uh, and you don't allow anyone to come over. Um, Apparently, he just was, like, cold-blooded, didn't talk to people, fucking tried to stare through people, just being a general fucking creep around town. The kids are not allowed to go anywhere. They're um, The ones that were able to start school, they weren't allowed to participate in extracurricular activities, no sports, no fucking clubs, uh, no friends' houses, no jobs. Uh, and the kids, I mean, as a result of the hardline shit, and, uh, and probably being strong-willed kids, they all did fucking great when they got into school. Yeah. Like, once they realized, and again, you know, they had been homeschooled, they put them in actual school, and they're fucking murdering. Yeah. And so, but, you know, the, a lot of that's probably fear-driven, and maybe some of it is that they, they probably love school because it was being the fuck away from that well, crazy-ass house. Also, too, probably it was an opportunity for them to, like, go to the next level. It's like, if I do good in school, maybe I can get into college and get the way from, get away from this piece of shit. Yeah. You know? I'm, probably every circumstance that would drive you to do well was to have by the kids. Uh, everyone in town would notice that his wife, Becky, had bruises all over her face and arms. There's no question of what's going on. Yeah. The guy without plumbing in the fucking duct taped together trailer mansion is for sure putting hands on her. That's the old fucking, I fell down the stairs lady. Yeah, it sucks, man. How did that even work? That had to be one of the excuses. I mean, maybe she's doing work around the fucking trailer. You know, really, he breached that old fucking shit and was like, hey, man, this isn't real. Whenever somebody says they fall down the stairs, it's because of this. Fucking Walker, Texas Ranger. Remember that episode where the lady's getting her fucking ass kicked and her kid was too? And they're like, man, we fell down the stairs at the same time. He was like, no, you didn't. He's like, it's okay to tell me. Yeah. And the eyes of a law is my big ball. Uh, <laughs> dude, I loved Walker, Texas Ranger. Hey, man, it's a good show. I'll tell you dude. why I liked it, man. It's because my grandparents liked it too, dude. And it was like the only thing I could stand to watch with them. 
And, uh, yeah, he was just like a stone-cold fucking ass-kicking machine. Never showed emotions, dude. And there was that fucking old country boy CD that had the bar. CD's yeah, bar and grill. What was the fucking... Trebek? Was that the fucking... Yeah, Trebek. Trebek, man. Alex Trebek. From That's the guy from Jeopardy. Jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs> That's not that guy's name. It's the same motherfucker. Yeah, he just put on blackface. It was just Alex Trebek from Jeopardy and blackface playing the fucking sidekick. Oh, wow. Yeah, you could try. Yeah, I mean, I ain't. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've said the literal worst thing that's ever been said on a podcast before. No, I haven't. Yeah, okay. <laughs> You're just too drunk to know. Uh, yeah, Walker Texas ready to fucking slap, dude. And he was always cold and calculated and fucking helping people out. Though. Man, but you knew. Like, you remember the AIDS of Walker, or the episode of Walker where someone got AIDS, dude? Yeah, no kid. <laughs> It was, fucking AIDS, man. it was a kid from fucking uh, uh, <laughs> Six Six. You can't get AIDS as a kid, dude. Yeah, you can. Do it. Man, I'll... <laughs> <laughs> Don't even do it, dude. You've already done too much, man. <laughs> you can't fucking... You're gonna get fucking fired, man. Oh, oh crap. Jesus Christ. We're gonna, dude, we're gonna become like a fucking... If your mom had AIDS and then you fucking give birth and you get it. AIDS yeah, I'm so glad that's the route you took, dude, because I was sure thinking that you're about to say if your mom had AIDS and your mom fucked you, you got AIDS. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, man. No. <laughs> We're about to become one of those fucking podcasts that, like, all those fucking, like, free speech fucking alt-right truthers, like, point at, you know what I mean? Yeah. With it, Like, uh, that one, that clip. Where you said that he fucked his daughter because his wife wasn't giving it up, dude. We're about to become fucking, uh, what's that dude's name? Gavin McGinnis. The fucking uh, Proud Boys guy that co-created. Uh, he's about to start fucking pumping these videos out, dude. Uh, We're shit. about to fucking become that. And then people are going to go through the comments yeah, and be man, like, he's hey, talking shit about Trump. Oh my God, dude. You we, don't, we hate him. Uh, I don't care about anything. Anyway, so... <laughs> giving you backstory for these fucking kids, dude. Uh, around the same time that uh, he quit his fucking dinosaur gas station job, his daughter Sheila fucking left. Uh, you know, and then you know, a, a bad thing to do with kids, in my opinion, is to over shelter them. Yeah, because they're gonna do anything oh, that they can to to not do what you want. Yeah. Uh, so they're gonna do a lot of shit in secret. You're never gonna know about their life. She had been dating this guy named Dennis on the side. Uh, who was fucking nine years older than her, which, you know, she doesn't know anything normal. She had her fucking dad's kid. And good for her. Whatever gets you the fuck out of there. Uh, she left. She married this dude named Dennis. Dennis was hip to the abuse. He kind of knew what was going on. He fucking threatened Ronald Gene Simmons when uh, he went to pick her up. He didn't want her to leave. He was like, man, I'll fucking kill you, which, uh, you know, the guy is like a grizzled Vietnam veteran, but he's a fucking old man. He's a drunk, too. I guess I kind of fucked up and not mentioned that. Yeah, but I mean, you know, Dennis fucking pissed him off. He didn't like him. He, his daughter left with Dennis. It happened. He didn't yeah. stop it from happening. Uh, his oldest son, Gene Jr., had moved the fuck away. Thank God for him. And he would correspond with Becky, which is the more American-sounding name of Ronald Gene Simmons' wife. Correspond with his mom. So shitty that he had to get her a secret post office box so they could communicate privately. Because if she mailed a letter to one of the kids or to anybody, he would fucking read it. Read all the incoming mail. Like, that's it's psychopath shit, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, you know, some intense paranoia. 
But, you know, probably the fact that he's fucking his kids. Well, he knew he was guilty. Yeah, of course. You know, he knew he was fucking up. Yeah. Didn't want anyone to know about it. I mean, Most she, people that are pieces of shit abuse their kids. They know they're doing wrong and they can't stop. Yeah. And what's fucked up is we're talking about an Arkansas case, but still to this day it goes on and those people don't pay the price. Yeah. They don't pay the price for it. Yeah, we talk about that all the time. You get away with some ignorant shit and you're just going to walk the fuck around. It's, disgust, fucking, it's the worst <sighs> world that we live in. Uh, so, the motherfucker snaps, loses his shit. Yeah. Trying to figure out the ingredients as to why. Frame out what a piece of shit he was. Uh, you mean, what you're speaking to also, there always has to come a point, a boiling point, where are you? if your kids are going to fucking tell on you, yeah. uh, something's going to make you snap. So that could be a theory that perhaps one of his kids has been talking to school authorities. Uh, maybe his daughter Becky was telling authorities, like, this is what's going on, this is what happened to me. I mean, his wife Becky... Uh, or his daughter Sheila was talking to somebody. Um, also, his fucking wife was planning to leave. She may have said something to him about it. In one of the letters that she fucking wrote to Gene Jr., part of it said, I don't want to live the rest of my life here with Dad. I'm a prisoner here and the kids too. And Gene was like, definitely agreeing and willing to help her get out. So did she say something to him that fucking led to this? No, nah, I think I think. I think uh, post-traumatic stress disorder from the war really fucked it up because a lot of those people were, you know, they're were, they were having sex with fucking kids overseas, like sex workers overseas, you know? And so, you know, maybe that was like a thing where it was like, if you're doing this then you need to do this, you know, kind of thing. And then he has a kid, yeah. abuses the kid the same way where he abused the kids overseas. I don't know, but it makes sense to me. It sounds like a post-traumatic stress disorder thing or it's just, I don't know how to deal with this pain. I'm going to be a piece of shit. Right. Because it was like a saddle it in, you pussy. You're not supposed to have fucking problems, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, that's true. The tough mentality of 50s America that soaked through yeah. the 70s. Uh, yeah. All that adds up, but uh, the formula to make this happen. <laughs> December 28th, Gene Simmons purchases a twenty-two caliber 9.5 inch barrel pistol drives to Russellville, Arkansas walks into a law office. He is wearing a kick-ass fucking cowboy hat pulled over his face to let him know that he ain't fucking around. He's Walker. also got a black leather jacket on, you know, it's like a dust or two for sure. Yeah, like man. you could just flap that fucking thing open, walks into the law office, shoots the receptionist named Kathy Kendrick, who's 24 years old reason that they think that he went after her is because he made a sexual... That is probably who he worked with at that fucking truck stop, made sexual advances to. She didn't want it. And so she was supposedly sabotaging him, opens fire on her, shoots her in the fucking head. The client that was in the office that was untouched explained it to say that there was blood coming out of her head. It was real dark red blood. Not like you'd expect to get from a cut. It's not blood like that. It's bright red. It was coming out of the back of her head. She was breathing. She had trouble breathing, but she was breathing. I thought he was going to kill everybody in the room. We don't know why he was here. Call the cops. 10.17 a.m. Ten minutes later, a call was made to police because he drove to Taylor Oil Company, kicks the door open, shoots J.D. Chafin, who's 33 
fucking dies instantly, shoots the owner. He fucking somehow survives, doesn't fucking die. Drives over to, oh, that's old Rusty Taylor. That's where I fucked that fucking transcribe up. It's, uh, Rusty Taylor is the fucking name of the owner. You can't kill Rusty Taylor, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can fucking put one in Rusty Taylor, but he ain't going He Rusty. ain't going out soft, dog. He's getting up. Yeah, Rusty Taylor's got 90 fucking years of life in him for sure. You want someone to fucking live a long time, name him Rusty. You know what I'm saying? Drive truck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Has fucking worked in a gas station majority of his life, which got him into driving trucks. Yo. Also, a proud fucking NRA member. Oh, Rusty Taylor, fuck yeah, he could take a bullet. He could take a bullet. Especially a twenty-two bullet, he's, man. He drinks them with shots of whiskey like they yeah. do in The Crow. You know? Yeah, he's got fucking metal built up on the inside. And he screams, fire it up, like they do in The Crow. <laughs> fire it up! Fire it up! Uh, drives a fucking Sinclair, the old dinosaur gas station, rolls through. Shoots two, wounds two random people, doesn't kill him. He kills David Saylor and Roberta Woolery. They call police at 1039. So, again, we started shooting at 1017. Now it's pretty much 1040. Uh, changes fucking hats. Keeps the fucking leather jacket on, but switches cognitos. Goes to Woodline Motor Freight where he got fired. Shoots fucking Elaine Butts. it's not funny that someone died but it is funny that someone is named Elaine Butts they call the cops at 1048 uh, you know so basically we're talking about at this point a 32 minute fucking crime spree he walks into a nearby office shuts the door puts the gun to a worker's head and sits her in a chair she sits across from him he offers her a fucking cigarette puts the gun down asks her, why didn't you visit me at the mini mart? She says it's not where she normally shops. He offers to give her the twenty two pistol. He's got two with him, not the one he just yeah. bought. So she's got one and he's got one to to basically let her know, like, I'm not gonna hurt you. And if you want to kill me, fucking go. They're gonna ahead. have a showdown. Nah, he's not trying to have a duel or something so cool, like that. Man. Yeah, that would be cool though. Like if you're if you yeah, hell yeah. If you're gonna kill me, you put one in my hand and give me a chance, thank you. But you take a couple steps back and then turn. Yeah. And then somebody goes, go. And then you just fuck it. But you're cool. You just turn before they said that because you're dishonorable and you shoot them. And and before it draws, he pulls down on that long fucking beard. Let's (laughs) him have (laughs) it. I love a good gunfight. Yeah, so he tells her to call the cops. And, uh, you know, what's the most fucking damn... I mean, everything's damning because he's real blatant about it. But he tells her, I've done everything I wanted to do and now it's all over. I've gotten everybody who hurt me. And when the police come, he fucking doesn't put up any fight at all. Goes in willingly. Uh, while he's in jail, you know, they're trying to get a hold of his fucking family. Everyone, it's a small town. Everyone knows he's got a, like fucking 14, 15 people living with him. Ton of people. It's a big fucking white trash family and the taped together double wide behind the trash fence. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everyone knows what's going on with the family. They can't get a hold of anybody. So they have to go and check into what's going on at this motherfucker's house. And uh, they thought his fucking little shooting spree on the 27th was fucked up. Ooh, boy, were they in surprise. They opened the door to find that Ronald Gene Simmons had slaughtered his entire fucking family. Started off first on December 22nd. He shot his wife, who was 46 years old, with a 22 caliber revolver. 
Second person he shot was Ronald Gene Simmons Jr., who had come in for Christmas, which, again, kind of fuels the idea that perhaps he was going to get his mom and the rest of them out of there at that time. Yeah. Shoots him, who's 29 years old, with a twenty-two. This is where shit gets bad. I like to give people a heads up. I mean, you know, there's already several people dead. And when I say this is where it gets bad, it gets much worse because we're about to involve children. Yeah. And so if you if you don't want to hear any kid violence, just give me like 10, 15 minutes and tune back in after that. All right. Uh, kills the granddaughter, Barbara, who's in the house. That's Ronald Gene Simmons Jr.'s daughter via strangulation. Uh, he takes those bodies that he's just killed that day, uh, dumps them in a cesspit. Now, a cesspit is where you would have, like, you know, you use an outhouse because you don't have plumbing, so it's, like, where the shit would fall in. What's fucked up is that he had made his kids dig this pit, telling him, like, we're going to, you know, put a new outhouse back here. So, like I told you, they're doing all the yard work, doing all the physical labor. This is a task that he had them do. Telling him, just reminds me back to Gigi Allen's dad. And uh, also, you being a real fucking shithead and saying, that's what happens when you don't give it up because you remember Gigi's name, Jesus Christ at the time's dad yeah. made Gigi and Merle dig four graves. Oh, yeah. And said that if his mom didn't fucking give it up, he was going to kill them all. And but all that's typical crazy people shit. Yeah, that's know? what I'm putting together is like, that's insane behavior he didn't tell him it was a grave but he made his fucking kids dig their own grave you know what I'm saying like it's fucked up Uh, all the other kids are at school at the time when they come home and you know it's Christmas time it's the fucking 27th they know that people are in town um one thing I don't understand about this whole thing is like who the fuck's in school on the 27th but whatever uh when the kids get in from wherever the fuck they were at he tells him that he has presents for him. And he wants him to wait in the line and give them to him one at a time. <coughs> so in a row, he fucking grabs them by the throat and strangles them while he's drowning them in a fucking rain barrel. So he kills Loretta, who's 17, which is the daughter that he had with Sheila. So yeah. it's his daughter and granddaughter. Oh, God. Strangles her, drowns her in a rain barrel. Rest of the kids... Watch the other kids die. So they waited. They have to. Fourteen-year-old Eddie Simmons, eleven-year-old Marianne, eight-year-old Rebecca Becky, named after the mom. He puts all those corpses into the cesspit, and uh, this is the twenty-second of December. I'm sorry, I'm a fucking idiot. Yeah. Um, puts them all in the cesspit out back. Only hides them for his next wave, and while he's waiting around. Uh, he's corresponding with his family. They're all planning to come for the Christmas holiday on the 26th. They're going to spend the fucking next day after Christmas having a big old family get-together. Nice little holiday party. Uh, he just fucking sits around slamming beers and watches all his favorite TV shows. So he has no, you know, wherewithal, no attachment mm-hmm. to what he's done. Going into town, buying beers. Yeah. Just, you know, I imagine some of that Vietnam shit. Yeah, made it easy to kill. Well, and also too, man. Um, you know, this time of year that we're in, this is you know we're we're coming on December. I mean, Thanksgiving, all that shit. The holiday season is whenever uh, people lose their shit more. I mean, there's higher suicide rates all the way through January because of the holidays. People don't have yeah. families, or they're in the military and they lose their shit. And it, it, 
that that's what it all comes down to. I think is I mean the thing from like him just raping his fucking kids, yeah, killing them, doing all that shit. You know, just it has to do more so with uh, his involvement with the military and yeah. probably the holidays. I mean, that's it, yeah, he probably had some fucking brain trauma to being in a war. Yeah. I mean, he's in the Air Force, probably jumping out of planes, fucking flying jets and shit. I mean, it, it's not... When you dig deep into Vietnam, the, the things that our soldiers did to people from that area, it, it's an atrocity. It's fucking sickening. Yeah, it's, well, it's like we talked about with Richard Ramirez, what got him... His fucking cousin that was in Vietnam taught him how to kill people. Yeah. Showed him... Pictures of women that he had mutilated, cut from fucking, yeah. you know, vagina to face and open their bodies up and taking pictures with him, like posing like a fucking tourist. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it was fucked up over there. You try to freak people out, you know, yeah. like so you can win a war. So you do crazy shit yeah. like that, you know, and it's and it's not just like Richard Ramirez is this dude, too. I mean, that he had to have done something fucked up because it's all about like winning this fucking war. Yeah. You know, it's the it's a psychology war. Right. You know, I mean, Thanksgiving, you know, we everybody misses over the fact that, you know, General Custer's men would cut off the vaginas of fucking Native American women, put it in their hat and ride into the next village to scare the fuck out of them. Put it in their hat? They put it in their hat and go into the building to storm it, man. But how was it? What was the, what was scary about that? You mean on their hat? Yeah. Like a, they, well, would, they had to create it, this like it goes back to like the whole thing of like them. Calling, Is that where the insult ass hat came from? No, because it's a vagina, unless you yeah, think it's I know. Both, but you know, whatever. But like, I mean, it comes back to that. Like, war, you have to demoralize your the people that you're going to go kill. You right? Well, you know, less you humans. people exactly. Yeah. The, you know, the, that's why you, you call some it, racist bullshit. Yes, you get that ingrained yeah. into you that they're not people. Yeah, it makes it easier to kill them. Yeah, I mean, that's the whole fucking military's game. So while this is going on. He's playing nice with the rest of his family so they can continue with holiday plans. He's got all the other bodies hidden. December 26th, right when his family pulls up, his son Billy, who's 23, shoots him with a 22, shoots his fucking wife Renata right in the face, fucking in front of his grandson Trey, who's 20 months old, strangles him, takes the parents, places them at his dining room table, covered them in winter coats and bedding. My guess is he's still got more family coming, so he's trying to make it look like shit's cool. Yeah. Uh, wraps Trey in plastic wrap and places him in the car trunk. Hmm. Later that day, when the rest of his family is supposed to come in, Sheila, who I, you know, again, was impregnated by him, shot in the face with a twenty-two, shoots Dennis, who is her 33-year-old husband with a twenty-two, which I'm sure he took great pleasure in. And then uh, Sylvia Gale kills her via strangulation. Fuck. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's hard. To, he's just killing so many kids right now. It's hard to get through. He kills his 21-month-old grandson, Michael, via strangulation. Sheila he takes her, also puts her at the dining room table, covers her up with their nicest tablecloth. Yeah. Which is, you know... He's obviously in love with her. I don't think there's any psychopathy involved in this at all. Okay. I, I just think he just broke, dude. Yeah. I kind of, I mean, in a fucked up way, feel bad for him. 
I think he just fucking broke. This guy doing it all. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I, he, he had sex with his daughter like way back, you know. Yeah, like eight years ago at this point. Yeah, but I think that's. I mean, I'm not defending. It. I think he's just fucking mentally just gone, dude. Just yeah. fucked up. Most of the people we cover on here are, but I mean, yeah. Just, so Michael is the only other kid that he does with the trunk thing, but he puts him in a different car trunk, which seems super weird to me. Like there's some there's some things in the murder. So like all his kids, he's putting in a, in a pit. Yeah. His wife's in a pit. Yeah. Some of the family members are at the table covered in coats. His fucking daughter that he was sleeping with, Sheila, is covered with her nice tablecloth at the dinner table. Uh, Michael, again, is in a different car truck on the hill. As soon as he gets done with this shit, setting it all up, he drives to Russellville to Sears to pick up Christmas presents he had ordered for the family. Mm-hmm. Uh, and obviously it was after Christmas, but he already fucking paid for it. You know how Sears used to have that catalog, the wish yeah. book, motherfucker? Yeah, Remember yeah, the yeah. wish book? Looking through that shit while you're taking a dump before you had cell phones and shit like yeah. that? Looking at the toys you might like to get that I never got? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Circle them in hopes that somebody go, hey, what's yeah, this? Yeah, and they get that fucking yeah. wish book fucking sent in to Sears. Goes to pick it up late because everyone's already fucking dead. Uh, he goes to a local bar, which it's like a dry county, so it's like a quote, you know, like a restaurant, private club type of deal. Yeah, gets fucking hammered, goes home, and fucking sits there, drinks for the rest of the fucking weekend with all the bodies in the same place, yeah. sitting up at the table, probably doing weird shit. You know what I'm saying? Never comes back to that. Uh, and then he goes on the fucking shooting spree that got his ass caught. So again, they found all this shit out after he went into town, shot all those motherfuckers, and said, "Hey, I fucking." Killed everyone that had been causing me a problem. All over with, baby. That's fucking crazy. Oh, it gets as crazy as it fucking gets. It does not... There's not really any motive, you know? That's what's weird. Well, yeah, I mean, I tried to establish that. I think that I bet that, you know, his son had been having private correspondence with his mom. I bet that his fucking... They were going to take him out of there, you know? Yeah. Like everyone knew that he impregnated his fucking like daughter. Like divorce. I mean, yeah, yeah, I think he was. I think that his kids were gonna pull his fucking mom and kids out of there and leave him alone. So he lost his shit. Yeah. I mean, on top of already being fucking insane, you know, like it just uh. pushed him over the edge a little bit more. And he went after everybody that in his mind had done him wrong. You know, he killed the lady that had reported him for sexual assault. Fucking everyone in his mind that had wronged him, he went and fucking shot. My, I, I mean, I know we're going back to like, where did he did he bury his daughter's husband somewhere else, separately? Put him at the table, baby. That's weird. Mm-hmm. It's fucking weird. Uh, Simmons, as soon as he's arrested, of course, because of the nature. Well, he's in jail, but when they find his family, because of the nature of that, they assume he's insane. They send him to. The state hospital in Little Rock for competency evaluation to see if he can stand trial. Dr. Irving Koo is who checks him out and says, yeah, he's sane, capable of standing trial for sure. And again, the guy's totally loosely is telling people like, yeah, I did this to all the people that did bad to me in my life. His lawyer, look at this, Robert E. Doc Irwin, my friend Dylan Irwin's fucking grandpa. That's the fucking lawyer. And John Harris, John Bynum is the prosecutor. Jury selection for the first trial took less than six hours, which, uh, not that I'm a legal expert, but, uh, I mean, this shit's basically open and shut. Yeah. Uh, usually when the defense and prosecutor, I think they each get to pick six people from the jury. Yeah. Uh, usually, you know, the, they'll try to single people out and try to get somebody that, I mean, you can't do leading questions. You can't ask them, but you'll ask, you know, like, let's say I'm defending a fucking... 
someone that steals Captain Crunch in large amounts. Yeah. I could bring you in and be like, what do you eat for breakfast, Mr. Lloyd? Captain Crunch. Do you love it? Love it. How would you feel if you woke up and you were never allowed to have Captain Crunch again in your life? I'd be murderous. So I could, you know what I'm saying? Like, I could pick people out like that. I could pull people in. Again, I can't directly tell them what's going on, but I can, yeah. weed, like, if, if people aren't close to what I want, uh, it takes time. It takes a lot of fucking time. You go through a ton of people. Like, you get if you've been called in for jury duty, you go, they ask you questions. If they don't want you, they tell you, hey, we're not going to use you for this shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, there's a lot of, uh, it takes a long time. If it takes less than six hours, it's because everyone knows, like, yo, <laughs> fucking this guy's, you know, Let's kill him. Uh, he's convicted May 12th of 1988 in Franklin County Circuit Court. Uh, May 16th, four days later, he's sentenced by Judge John Samuel Patterson to lethal injection plus 147 years. Now, he refuses all of his rights to appeal. He wants to die, kind of yeah. like we saw with Eileen Wernos. But what's shitty about the what the reason I you know like it's pretty open and shut the reason I'm bringing up his trial thing again is because this was some Arkansas shit yeah uh, that a lot of people will probably remember is that there there was like a place like no people don't like execution no people don't like the death penalty a lot of people you know there's people who feel certain ways I mean we've discussed this at links it's not the best thing because a lot of people I've been put to death that were innocent people. Enough. Like eight people, that's enough to say, yo, we got yeah. fucking problems. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, pedophiles, they can get it. They can get it. They can get it. They're going to keep doing the same shit. They're bad people uh, that are not fixable. That should be, I mean, I'm not like super huge pro-death penalty because, again, if if we've put eight people to death that did that came back and DNA proved that they absolutely did not commit the crime. We got a fucking problem. Well, then not only that, man, it's it, the people that did do the crime to be put to death. Uh, I can almost guarantee it. 85 to 90% of them were fucking molested as kids. They fucked them up. Yeah. So that's a problem. You get rid of that problem. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's always what we say. It's just like this fucking cycle that continues and continues and continues. And the, you know, the, like the, something you can't help. Um, so yeah, it's like, what, what can you do? I mean, my thing is like, I hate when people are like, well, it's a mental health problem. It's like, uh, it's, a, it's a disease. It's like, well, maybe so I had to put my oldest dog down. Yeah. 19 years old. He had hip problems. So, you know, you don't want him to suffer. Right. But then also like, People that fuck kids, they got a mental health problem. It's unsolvable. You get rid of those people so they don't fuck other people up where they don't commit other crimes. That's the thing. I mean, it's, it's, I know it sounds crazy, but you know, that's trauma. Trauma fucks your brain up and you got to fucking try to prove somehow, how do I make the best out of life? And for some people, whenever that happens to them, it, that's what they do. They do crazy shit. They think they got to prove something to other people, make a name out of themselves, do some dumb shit to get put in prison and get killed. Yeah. So essentially what this guy did, because he wanted to die. He says this, I, Ronald Gene Simmons senior wanted to be known that it is my wish and my desire that absolutely no action by anybody be taken to appeal or in any way change the sentence. It is further respectfully requested that this sentence be carried out expeditiously. So he wants to die ASAP. So he's a real shithead in prison. He treats everyone like shit. Yeah. Uh, the people in prison want to kill him. He's segregated uh, because he's such a pain in the fucking ass. 
Uh, second trial. That's right. Second trial. Well, the first he got sentenced to fucking death. Uh, for the fucking murders of just Kendrick and Chafin. That's it. They haven't yeah. even gotten to his family yet. So he's already fucking scheduled to die, plus 147 years. Like, it's always funny when a judge throws some shit on top of a death sentence. Like, look, man, like, you're going to die, but also fuck you. Here's 142 years. Yeah, just to make sure you know you fucking suck. Like, I'm die. You're not. I'm not just killing you. All right. Like, if you, you know, we're gonna throw your corpse in a cell for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like, should anything fucking happen? Uh, fuck you. All right, just you. You just know there's no options for you. Um, February tenth, nineteen eighty nine. He he's found guilty of fourteen counts of capital murder by Judge Patterson because he fucking admits to it. I mean, he's it's like, yeah, you know. Um, his fucking defense attorney. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm so stupid sometimes. Bynum, the prosecuting attorney. Uh, is trying to set him up for why this should happen. And again, this is what I'm leaning to, is that uh, he found a letter from Sheila in his safe deposit box. and It it was talking about how basically if she died, you got to look into fucking Ronald. Like if she just came up missing, you got to look into Ronald because they've got big time problems. When he brought it up in court, Simmons jumps up and punches him in the face, jumps on him. Uh, the, when the guards come up, he tries to take the pistol from the fucking bailiff. Cops run in, kick his fucking ass, chain him up, and he gets sentenced again to the death penalty. March 16th, 1989 is the date that he's scheduled to be killed. And again, motherfucker waves his rights. He does not want to live anymore. He wants to fucking die. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, fucking people are so stupid. Yeah. Again, I'm not big pro death penalty, but check this shit out. Reverend Louis France and Jonas Whitmore contended Simmons using his right to refuse appeal jeopardized the appellate rights of other inmates. That appeal was thrown out, but it extended his fucking execution. Didn't get killed at the right time because they were, you know, trying to be anti-death penalty. This guy wants to die. It's fucking everything up. Uh, luckily our man, uh, you know what, buddy, uh, I've been fucking around in my state for too long. <laughs> you can't kill your family. I'm the guy that kills people around here. I like selling cocaine. I like sticking cigars and snatches. All right. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I fucking, you're going to die. May 31st, 1990, Bill Clinton signs Simmons second execution warrant. For June 25th, 1990, this is the fastest anyone has ever been sentenced to death and killed. You know what I'm saying? Since America put the death penalty back into play in 1976. Because before that, you just got hung, like, instantly. Well, you're sentenced to death now. (laughs) How's about now? Uh, So he didn't stay around too long. Simmons didn't let a priest come in and give him his last rites. Didn't let anyone come and talk to him, not his fucking lawyers, and, you know, no family around anymore to come talk to him. He just wanted to die. His last words were, justice delayed finally be done is justifiable homicide. Hmm. And again, he thought he killed everyone that wronged him. Yeah, those two babies. That's what I'm saying. That doesn't make any sense. Right. How do two babies wrong you? Just it's, part it's of the fucking family, bro. Fucked up shit, man. Just completely fucked up shit. Uh, Simmons' body was acclaimed well, because he killed his whole fucking family. They buried him at Lincoln Memorial Lawn in Varner, Arkansas. 
Fucking terrible, man. Uh, he was pissed off when they when he didn't get to die the first time. He said to those who oppose the death penalty, in my particular case, anything short of death would be cruel and unusual punishment, which I take that as, oh, you don't like being alive? Fuck you. Let's keep you alive forever. Yeah. Let's fucking put you, like, everything you don't like, we should do to you. He you know what I'm saying? deserve to go. Yeah. Uh, a note that Ron, that they found that Ronald had written to Sheila that was, again, just more fucking proof in the fire. You have destroyed me and you have destroyed my trust in you. I'll see you in hell. Um, yeah, I mean, fuck that dude. Yeah. Fuck that dude. Fuck him forever. Wanted to do an Arkansas case. This is the gnarliest Arkansas murder spree of all time. Pretty we got another up. one coming for you at Vino's if you could come around. Uh, quick shout out to our fucking ripping patrons, Jeff Ross, fucking Miss Vale, Amber Bradshaw, Bobby, motherfucking Henderson, all time good boy, fucking uh, Brad Bradshaw, Brian Wiley, old Sam T, Cam Catron, fucking Andy Campbell, which is uh, contributing way more than fucking cash by helping me out with his research. That yeah. boy is a goddamn saint. Hand from the Lord. I love him. Will Clyburn. Of course, Ash Rudy, expecting that sweet baby. Yeah. Jess Lucian, Patrick Wilding, fucking Megan Beckham, Alejandro Palomino, bad motherfucker. Our man Clayton Haynes over there at Alien Invasion Defense System. Yep. Good old fucking guy. Lace Razor, bad motherfucker. Dude, she increased the amount that she gives us. Really? That's fucking awesome. You're we, right. We've been... She, she's cool as fuck, man. We just constantly message all the time. She's yeah. fucking down to earth, man. Seems very Driving cool. trucks, man. Fucking... That is a cool fucking job. That's rad, dude. That's, yeah. <laughs> okay. Kind of jealous. I feel like I would have a lot of fun driving a fucking truck, yeah. but I got a fucking... Like, the la- like my friend that I know that was driving a truck fucking was never home and shit. I can't. Yeah, 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 for sure. Ain't gonna work out for me. Emma Long, got a fucking another cool ass person that we've met through the podcast. Uh, heaviest mental, fucking music bloggery. Simon Croy and uh, Harland. Yeah, cool ass dudes. Check out what they got. They got a Facebook page. They got an Instagram. They make a blog. Funny dudes like good music. Yeah, give them a fucking like and follow. Ronald D. Squire the third, my man. Thank you. Thanks to all the patrons. Legit. Matt Mess. Matt Mess, did I not say? Oh, say. yes, because he's got a very long, hard to pronounce name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Matt Mess, dude. Matt rules. He fucking sent socks. Yeah, he this sent man socks for the show, man. Is an angel. Him and his wife, Ashley, are tremendous people. Hey, man, a guy said this a million times. I've, I haven't said it for a while. Meeting people through. The people enjoying, we're fucking idiots. Have, did you hear the things that Buddy said? Yeah. I mean, you did. You, if you're at this point, if you didn't turn it off in disgust, you got all the way through that. People like what we do. That's a, a means the universe to us. We got to make this. You got to set the setting. Okay. That <laughs> Matt Mess is uh, just a tremendous human being. And fucking sent, hilarious. Yeah, man. he is hilarious. He sent fucking socks for yeah. us to give to... The homeless feet of Arkansas. His exact words were, I'm sorry I can't be at the show. I'm sending you some socks. It's the best address. Like, that's a fucking cool motherfucker, man. There's, that's And everyone, we just have met great people that we talk to 
almost on a daily basis as a result yeah. of this podcast. And that's what we wanted to set out to do, man. There's just a lot of people with similar interests in the world. We're trying to just fucking wrangle people up and have a good time. Yeah. Essentially, you know, we're about to take this shit on tour. Uh, doing live shows. If you're interested in having us for a live show, hit us up. Uh, if you like what you heard, if it's something you're into, man, if for free, you can give us a five-star rating on iTunes or wherever you listen to the podcast. That will help us out at some point immensely when we can show people that, hey, our fans not only like us, but they click on shit. You feel me? Yeah. Um, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, we got all that shit. I suck at using Twitter. But uh, Buddy updates the Instagram a fair amount. I try to as well. Facebook, we got a group. We got a page. You know, all the little shit helps us. We're not great at the internet either. No. So we understand the pains that it takes. Uh, appreciate all that has been done on that front. If you really like what we're into, fucking suck at Patreon too. Uh, set these fucking tiers that you can't change, which sucks because I feel like we can make it cooler um, and more accurate to what we actually do. <laughs> but uh, yeah, if you feel like kicking us money, uh, you know, it's a free podcast, but if it, your heart, leads you to it that's fucking awesome yeah it takes like we're fucking uh this our friend fred's building us a website out of basically the goodness of his heart got the domain renewed recently had it for a year and we haven't done shit with it but you gotta pay for that you gotta pay for everything hosting a fucking podcast also everything fucking costs money we gotta uh i'm not gonna say it yet until it's fucking actually finalized but we got a t-shirt thing sorted out which is something that I was looking for a better angle as to what we had. This is why we're dragging ass on it. But I'm pretty sure me and Buddy got Buddy fucking did the legwork. Yeah, got sorted out. Got some cool shirts coming. Should have multiple designs. Yeah, tank and tops, then, hoodies, yeah, we're all that shit. everything. Uh, and we'll get the shirts to the fucking patrons that have been around and helping us out asap. I know we're dragging ass. <laughs> I fucking you know, fucking business isn't our forte. Yeah, we no. say that. Uh, but yeah, we'll have some cool fucking new shirts, designs, and we'll get them sent to the fucking patrons. Don't worry about that. We'll get your addresses ASAP. As soon as I fucking can, we just got to finish this deal. And yeah. then I think everyone else will be excited because if you want to get a hoodie, if you want to get a tank top, fucking crop top socks. I don't know about socks. I don't either. I'm just saying it. Yeah. But you know, if you don't just want a fucking t-shirt, you want some other shit, we'll have it for you. Finally. Yeah. It's going to be tight. Well, you know, we're to that portion where you go, well, what fucking song do you pick here? <laughs> yeah, because that's this? the general fucking idea of the podcast, right? Well, so what's the point here of this piece of shit? How yeah. do you find a song? Listen, yeah. metal's crazy. It is crazy, There's baby. some shitty subgenres. Yeah, it's where it all crosses over at. You know, some porno grind. It's not good. No. <laughs> no. Uh, we're going to go to, we're going to do a, a really revered band of that genre, Pungent Stench. Yeah, I mean, if you're, that's not, you know, if you're fucking like, what is your musical legacy all about? Friend, have you heard of Porno Grind? Yeah. Let me stop you there. What's the name of the album? (laughs) Pungent Stench. What is that? It refers to Pussy Smell. Yeah. And then you're like, well, what's their best album? Been Caught Buttering. When we (laughs) you know, that's just jacking off in your lap and leaving it. Yeah. That's got to be what that is. Been Caught Buttering, man. But the album, the song is called. Man, what the fuck are you doing? I'm buttering. Buttering, man. Yeah, I'm just buttering my buttering toast, baby. your fucking chest bread. <laughs> yeah, buttering that toast. The song is called "I'm a Family Man." Yeah, so you can imagine what. Yeah, this, you know. Yeah, they I, were. Yeah, they were looking at shit like Ronald Gene Simmons for sure. I mean, Punisher Ninja is not a bad band. That's kind of like the whole like. Uh, 
you know, who started death metal. They're the best of that. It's like, it's death metal, but it was yeah. gross, you know? It was like over the top gross. Yeah. Yeah, because wouldn't, because, yeah, Porno Grind now is just always like slam sound and shit. Yeah. Or, I, I don't, you, you, you know, know, it's like, a rah, 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 rah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't it's like just it. weird. Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah. There have been plenty of stenches. I could listen to that a little bit. Yeah, Ben Cup Buttering like is a good album. I could give it a five minute. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is fucking death metal about weird sex fucking. Yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah. Well, hell, we love you guys. Thanks for fucking trugging through another grossy, gross, gross with us. Yeah, it's been a rough one. I, I just feel, you know, this fucking ear thing <laughs> got me feeling weird, bud. Yeah. Shouldn't have drank a few beers. I'm going to have a hard time getting home. You know what I'm saying? Fuck Never drive drunk. What? It'll probably level you out, man. Yeah, I don't think so. I feel kind of diz. I'll drive some. All right, man. Oh, oh great. <laughs> Who's going to drive you home? I've been on my horse. Somebody. I got this old fucking bag. <laughs> All right, man. We love you guys. Uh, fuck Henry Sabrowski. Satan rules. See ya.